welcome to Miraculous Healing with Sharina Makasa. I am Sharina Makasa. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast as I talk about chakras. And um, if you've been listening, I've been also, as I'm speaking on chakras, I've been working on my own chakras and man, oh man, what a journey it has been. I am so excited to talk about the sixth chakra today, the third eye, the the one that's right in the middle of your forehead. Oh man, it's been a, a few months since I've been on, I've been through a lot of things over the past few months and um, just learning, learning a lot, how to go deeper. And one thing that I'm realizing as I was taking notes on speaking on the the third eye, um, my own experience so far on my journey through healing, the different levels and layers that I've experienced and from where I'm at now and where I was years ago and, and even uh, just when just opening up the chakras, understanding that there are layers and levels to what, what it means, right? Because, uh, I do a lot of things. I, 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 my, my spiritual practice is, has been pretty solid with meditating, doing yoga, eating good, but I still found that on this journey that I, I had to go deeper. And as I'm going deeper, uh, discovering what it really means as I'm working on these chakras, on these energy centers, taking in the information and also going deeper on what it means for me to really tap in. So I have all this information available, but when I'm doing all this work, saying the affirmations, doing the yoga, meditating, and I'm still not where I'm wanting to be, I, I, I start to realize there's something even more to it, right? And so as I was researching uh, what it means to have an uh, opened third eye chakra and all these things, I'm like, well, you know what? I've experienced all this stuff. Like my intuition is pretty heightened. And then I have some blocks as well. And so as I'm like doing all this work to unblock, I and, and I have these these tools, when I look at all these different resources of what it says, I'm seeing that, okay, well, I'm doing most of these things. So there's, there's still some, like, I think it's one thing to know the, the, the ways to balance, but then how do you take it even deeper? And so that's what I want to talk about today. So uh, if you're just now tuning in, this is uh, the second season, the sixth episode. I'm talking about chakras. And so far, I've been, you know, just kind of just sharing what chakras are as our energy centers in our body located along the base of our spine. Uh, but since I've done the, the last episode on the throat chakra, I've gotten a lot more resources um, from a couple of books. And I even found a PDF that I emailed myself years ago that I never read that was all about chakras as well. And um, I'm, most of the information is, you know, typically the same, but some are different. But I recently took a trip 
to Mount Shasta, which is one of my most favorite places to go to be. It's uh, actually um, considered the the root chakra of the earth because the earth also has its own energy centers. And um, Mount Shasta is located in California. It's it's an amazing spiritual place. I've been there three times now and as I was meditating this year, uh, especially since the last episode, I was trying to find some answers. And as I would meditate, I would just hear, go to Mount Shasta. That was the only thing that was coming to me. And so I went on this awesome journey to Mount Shasta, manifested some cool things and synchronicities, lots of awesome things happened. Um, And then I, I went into this crystal store and I found this awesome book. They had a very small selection of books. And I saw this one book called The Seven Initiations of the Spiritual Path, Understanding the Purpose of Life's Tests by Michael Murdad. So I opened this book. And one of the first things I saw in this book was that he's a student and a teacher of A Course in Miracles. And as my Uh, business is called Miraculous Healing and this podcast is called Miraculous Healing. I am a student and teacher of A Course in Miracles and so I got, uh, I I bought this book, I read it in like two days and it, it really got me to just seeing my own, where I'm at in life and my, my own tests and as it talked about all the different initiations, the seven initiations, it was talking about our energy centers and balancing them. And, um, and so I would, as I would go through each one, I was like, okay, yeah, I've been there. I've done that. Okay. Okay. And when it got to the sixth chakra or a sixth initiation, I was like, oh yeah, that's where I'm at, you know? And, and I've been called to, to go deeper since now I'm at the space of, of giving back, uh, with everything that I've learned to healing and, and wholeness, I've had a lot of tests over the past couple of years, uh, to go deeper. And, and I'm like just seeking answers and I'm getting them, but it's hard to explain because it's like, huh? Like, you know, so I, I'm still at this space of I've realized a lot of things inside of myself and now it's like taking time to integrate and process and allow for them to manifest. So um, in the book, The Seven Initiations of the Spiritual um, Path, it, it talks about chakras, right? So the word chakra is an ancient Sanskrit term meaning spinning wheel or vortex Uh, also known as spiritual centers of energy and consciousness. So this is how he describes it in the book. And there are seven major chakras located in the front and the back of the body, along the spine, from the base to the crown of the head. And each chakra represents a different state of consciousness relevant to our journey toward wholeness. So I really loved how he described what, what our energy centers are and why we're why focus on balancing them and in taking you know just taking it 
into consideration when you're on a spiritual path and when you're wanting things and you're having desires of learning what the chakras are. I've been hearing about chakras for over 10 years now and I would be very dismissive of it because it was so foreign to me. It's not something I, I learned about growing up or heard and, um, you know, especially with Western just um, way of living, anything foreign, you're just like, oh, whatever, that's not in the Bible, right? So actually, someone said that to me recently about, I think it was chakras. I was like, well, that's not in the Bible. And I laughed. And I, but I laughed because I understand that way of thinking when you have a certain upbringing. And I was there. And I think even embracing where I'm at now has been a journey for me. I've been on this journey of just uh, self-realization, self-acceptance, self-actualization, like for the past 10 years. Um, This is my 39th year. I'm going to be 40 in October. And this year, these past 10 years have all been about healing all been about self-acceptance and there is so much that I want to share but I'm at a space now where I'm ready to just really get on sharing my journey like truly sharing um so I want to continue to talk about what the chakras are and then I will continue um speaking more about my own journey in the next season because we have so we're on the sixth chakra then we have the seventh one and then I'm going to wrap it up and I'm not going to take as much time to get to the crown chakra um I so much has come to me in just in the past couple of weeks I've been doing a lot of work I just did this challenge um with to be magnetic and it was called the magnetic self and so I've gotten some really deep insight of just who I am when I am at my highest self, the, my magnetic self, allowing the Holy Spirit to move through me and speak through me and be all that I am. So let's uh, get more into the sixth chakra, okay? So this, the Sanskrit term is Ajna. And I, I looked at the pronunciation, but I didn't actually listen to it. But it's spelled A-J-N-A. So I, I'm I'm thinking it's pronounced Ajna. I'm sorry, I could be wrong with that. But it means foremost. It's located in the center of the forehead. And the mantra uh, that is is used for it is Om. Um, and you could spell that O-M. Or also I've seen it spelled A-U-M. And also I recently in the PDF that I uh, found that Sham is also a mantra for the third eye chakra and the color is indigo and also like a clear white light is also a color but um like the indigo like a purplish or a deep blue and there is no fixed earth chakra for the third eye chakra i did read something that said that it changes with the astrological calendar and as a as we're right now in the age of Aquarius, it said that the third eye chakra for the earth could be in uh, Glastonbury, England. I 
I have to look that up again, but some something like that. It's it's somewhere, but I, there's no fixed location for it. So, yeah. The third eye chakra, it represents our intuition, our perception, awareness, spiritual communication, and it corresponds with the hypothalamus, the pituitary gland, the pineal gland, as well as the eyes, the ears, and the nose. So I know this, uh, these words can be a little, you know, big and brainy, like, but there's a lot of books that I've read um, that talk a lot about the like changing your brain right like the hypothalamus or um, the amygdala and things like that right and so when I um, was reading up on this and seeing like these these terms I was like whoa this is gonna be pretty deep like it's really scientific but then I'm also talking about intuition but I wanted to not skip over this part right so the pituitary gland is known as the master gland it's located at the base of the brain below the hypothalamus and i i highly recommend that you look up these things for yourself to have a deeper understanding because i can say it but it's not gonna and, and maybe you'll grasp it but you'll better grasp it especially if you really want to like get reach these higher consciousness you know levels then why not go all the way in and look it up because even as I've researched this and looked this up I know that there's still work for me to do to really reach the state of consciousness that I'm seeking that I'm wanting that I'm desiring especially after doing my research and understanding of when I reach a certain space you know because I truly believe that it is possible to manifest everything that I want, all of my desires that I can truly ask and receive. I've experienced it, but I'm wanting to experience it on a, on higher levels, right? So that is why I'm on this journey. Like, all right, there's clearly, there's things that I want that I don't got, that I, um, just layers in myself that I want to reach. So how do I get there? And if you're one of those people, I just want to encourage you to go all the way in. Don't hold back, all right? It, it, we, we want different in this world, right? So it starts with us. It starts with ourselves going in, doing the work. The spiritual work is the best kind of work. Sometimes it can be hard, but you can make it fun, even in the hard times. It's, it's your choice. So... Um, the pituitary gland is responsible for producing and releasing hormones that regulate various body functions. It has two lobes, anterior and posterior. You've probably heard all of this. You, you probably even know all of this, but I'm just going to let you know, right? So the anterior produces hormones that control growth, metabolism, and reproduction, regulates vital glands like the thyroid and the adrenal glands. The posterior stores um, and releases two important hormones, oxytocin aka the love hormone and vasopressin which helps regulate water balance and blood pressure so i think knowing and understanding this is is important um especially because in my life like especially in my early 30s like i uh was i went through a breakup i had this huge 
traumatic experience that happened and I was just so low energy. My skin broke out really bad and I wanted to heal and I wanted to start internally. And so I went to like this naturopathic doctor who did muscle testing and, um, and, and she saw that my thyroid was low or my adrenals were low and she prescribed me, you know, some supplements and things like that that I took and it did help me heal and gain energy and heal my skin and all these things um but I I I didn't really like now like reading all this stuff and understanding well yeah like my emotions like really took a hard hit like what was happening in my life in those times um I was so depressed because of where my reality was in the at that time and how much fear I was filled with so as I've been on this journey of healing and understanding the connection of emotions to the physical our physical and and then seeing the different um, energy centers that's connected to what has been very eye-opening in helping me like focus on all of it to and and as I've healed, now I'm understanding how that's happened as well. Like when I'm meditating, why I meditate and what that does, why it's important to say affirmations um, to yourself and, you know, all all these awesome things that I've learned to do, but going deeper and studying the energy centers has helped me to understand that that much more so um, the pineal gland is a, a pea-sized shaped like a pine cone it's a tiny gland it's at the base of our skull and that produces melatonin which um, affects our circadian rhythm and and our reproductive hormone hormones and um, I think as well just for my own self understanding that because I've heard about the pineal gland and the um, calcification of it and decalcifying it and, and these are all things that I've looked up over the years but I didn't understand the whole connection with the reproductive hormones and um, there's something that's happened recently just with my PMS symptoms um, and how my body changes when I'm experiencing like um like and when I'm in a very emotional state because of what's happening in my life and and how my body responds and um because I'm at this space I I still like I I want to you know build a family and have children um but and and also being mindful of where I'm at in in that you know age-wise um, knowing what's possible, but also being very mindful of what I'm intaking and, and, uh, you know, as I pay attention to womb health and all those types of things, understanding the connection to that. There was a, a situation where a, a close friend of mine was, um, she had experienced, uh, some, miscarriages and they were affecting her and she was having some procedures done but we also spoke and and I uh, spoke with her on the subconscious mind and 
I heard things that she was saying that even though she wanted children, I also heard her fear about being a mother and having having children. And so we worked on shifting that that narrative. Um, and then I spoke through to her um, and, and, and shared with her that, you know, it's going to happen. You're going to be a mother. And I got her to read um, this book, The Power of the Subconscious Mind. And and then I just kind of had my intuition just was so high. I was like, oh, my goodness, you're going to be a mother like like soon it's going to happen. And like within a week later, she was pregnant again and she the, the she had a baby. She now she has two babies. And it was just so it, it was miraculous. And yes, she did these physical procedures, but it was also an internal shift that happened with her and so I I hope I'm making sense you know like because as I I'm I'm absorbing all this information of okay our intuition and our perception and just um, consciousness and how that is also connected to things in our bodies especially the reproductive our reproductive hormones and things like that I'm like just taking that in, in what that means. So when the third eye is balanced and open, it, it stimulates the pituitary gland and it leads to optimal hormone production and rele- it, um, release, which can improve physical health, mental clarity, and emotional well-being. And the third eye is believed to be the gateway to higher consciousness. So something you can look to for guidance uh, be behind making right decisions. So it also reveals insight to the future. And, and so that's why, too, understanding this, right? Like, I have psychic abilities. I... Um, have always had psychic abilities and we all do right some people are just more in tuned um, with that part of themselves and and so with me and understanding that okay there are times when my abilities are more heightened and and even when I'm in a, a depressive state too it's weird so it's like okay trying to understand balance like being balanced and open and aligned um compared to to blocked right i'm like uh, really understanding that because i think i've experienced both at the same time even recently where i'm getting insight i'm getting the answers i'm seeking but even recently i felt like confused right so so when the third eye is blocked you'll experience a lack of clarity or focus anxiety or depression disconnected from your intuition lack of creativity or imagination lack of purpose confused pessimism cynicism um, physical symptoms um, can show up as headaches scalp issues vision problems, ear-related issues, sinus issues, sleep disturbances. You know, 
there was a time when I was a teenager where I used to experience migraines. Um, there was also a time when I experienced headaches a lot. I don't really experience headaches, um, and, and I haven't had a migraine in a very long time. But in the past year, I think um, I had a migraine maybe like once, and then um, recently I I did have a headache, but I know... When I when that happens, I go into a meditative state. When a headache comes on, I'll take oregano oil, and and I don't have it often, but it's just like okay, something's going on, and especially in these times, right? Being um, sensitive to the things that are going on in the world, and also I'm I am going through a transitional period in my own personal life, and it's a lot, it's intense, and I'm just like ah, and I'm just trying to I'm doing my work every day to keep my spirit high that's what I work on the most in these times like well how do I just keep my high vibration right that's my focus um and when it also says scalp issues so I have a a sensitive scalp and throughout my life sometimes I can get scabs on my scalp and I just I don't understand when that is but I realized it happens when I'm going through significant changes. So it was like when I was a baby <laughs> and then when I was around eight, nine years old, when my mother left my father and then throughout the past recent years, it's like it happens like it's rare, but when it happens, I identify that it's happening when I'm going through significant changes and um, so as I am continuing to work on healing myself and especially focusing on the energy centers I am seeing that okay like maybe I have my you know intuition to a point but I haven't felt that it is as strong as it could be right like like say I meditated and my message was to go to Mount Shasta. So I listened and I'm so glad I listened, but my boyfriend didn't understand. He's like, why are you doing that when you should, you know? And I'm like, listen, I can't explain it to you. It's not like I'm just going to just be like, chill. This is the work that I do. And I got to listen because when I don't listen, then other things happen. And so I know when to listen to, when I get that clarity of like, this is what you got to do. But I also admit that there, recently I've, I've been trying things, I've been doing things like to build my business and um, I've been confused and just felt disconnected from my intuition I haven't really experienced depression, but something did happen recently. Um, I had a medical emergency um, with, for my mother in May, and it was it was really kind of scary. But I get into this space where, even if I'm kind of freaked out, I I just tap in to like okay. Like, not on my watch, right? That's what I say. Not on my watch. Nothing's going to happen to her on my watch. But I don't, I don't really know what's going to happen. But this, like, my, this superpower takes over me and moves while a part of me is kind of just 
scared, <laughs> if that makes sense, right? So it does feel like I, I have this duality going on of that part of me that knows what to do, but then that other part of me that is just like, ah, what am I doing, right? But I feel clearer and I'm getting more clear every single day as I go on. All I know is that I've just got to keep my vibration high as much as possible. When the thing situation was happening with my mom, I finally did break. I had a four-day breakdown. It was, it didn't feel good, not one bit. I was, um, yeah, I, I was like, wow, I remember feeling like this before and I felt like this a lot in life. And it showed me all the work that I've done to get to where I'm at and, and how I just, I want to feel good all the time. Even when things are are hard, you know, I think sometimes you experience grief and you got to allow yourself to experience it. But the way I process, the way my emotions work, they can be so heavy on me. And, um, and, and so that's why I lean on a higher source to get me through because of where my where I can go when things get really tough um especially like in the, when I was younger like where my head would go it was it, it could get really scary and so just knowing that I have a choice right and and sometimes it can be challenging but as long as I trust what's my guidance that I will get there I will get through through things and I don't have all the answers but I do believe that there is a higher um source that does that I can tap into and tune into to give me the answers or to give me that peace I'm seeking um in a time when I need it or experience joy um as much as possible so when the the third eye is overactive then you may experience paranoia hallucinations difficulty concentrating or nightmares so that's very interesting as well um i have interesting dreams i don't really have nightmares i had a really weird dream this morning i was like what is this about uh i do sleep with crystals under my pillow and I like to hold on to them because I, I did used to have um, nightmares at a time. And since I've been on my journey, uh, so so my mother, right, she um, is in a much better space mentally. But when I first started my journey of healing, my mother was experiencing um, severe mental illness, like severe paranoia, hallucinations. Um, I also say demonic possession from what I experienced and what I witnessed and what I saw around her. And it was very scary. And then I, the, the the things would also manifest. and And so I would experience things like in my sleep something grabbing me or you know just different different types of things and you know 
my mother also would threaten to attack me. It was it was really scary at times. And so it, my spirit was also pretty low, even though I knew to um, reach for that, you know, that higher source. I was still in a space of fear from what I was witnessing. There was a, a lot of darkness around that I was seeing and, and things were manifesting. And so that's when I started to sleep with crystals under my pillow. So <laughs> because they, they help me feel safe and I still do it. I still, I hold on to a crystal, um, especially when I, my thoughts are really like overactive or, you know, I'm, I've absorbed a lot of energy from the, you know, the things around me or um, being on the internet or whatever it is. Um, so when the third eye is aligned or balanced, then you have enhanced intuition, greater clarity and focus, increased creativity, deeper spiritual connection, a greater self-awareness, reduced anxiety and stress, decisiveness, improved concentration, so I do feel like I feel balanced at this moment and aligned. And like I said, every single day I'm working on on being there even more because I, I understand that when I'm in a high vibrational state, that's when things are flowing to me. I'm magnetic. I'm creating the life that I'm wanting. And even though I, we are in uncertain times right now. My life is in a, a very uncertain place at this moment. The one thing I know is that it, oh, I can feel it, that everything's working out. I, I feel it. And, and that's where I work to, to be in that state at all times. I mean, even with the health scare that I just had with my mom and what just having to be in the hospital, um, but the thing is, is that I had a vision of it right before it happened. And I felt God speak to me and ask me because I was having a, a, a interesting day. So for this year, I, I've been doing a lot of things, right? I got back into stand-up comedy. I um, was going to these uh, conferences and I saw that this year. So first of all, a friend of mine told me all, this year was all going to be about AI, and I went to CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, in January, and the conversation was all about AI and AI taking over. And then I went to a consciousness conference, and everything was about AI and um, and how we got to stop it before it tries to take over. And it was a lot. It was really heavy. And and that is what got me back into stand-up because I was like, man, I need to laugh. I, I got I got to talk about this stuff that's happening, but I want to laugh about it. You know what I'm saying? I, I need, need, we need some humor in all this because, man, what's going on in this world? And so I've been on this journey of just like, okay, the world's changed and it's continuing to change. And where do I fit in in all this? Like I have all this knowledge, I have all this talent and gifts. Like, yes, I am extremely talented, okay? I am a great actress. I can sing, I can dance. Um, and I also have these awesome spiritual gifts, right? Of um, enhanced abilities and 
being highly sensitive is just like my senses are heightened and this knowing that I have and I'm, I'm like well but how do I use that and so I've been on this journey been in silence a lot this year trying to figure that out trying to get to a space and so um I got into a I went to a deep place of just okay letting go of my morning routines letting go of any routine because I was doing stuff and I felt like I was just pushing against things like I was trying to partner with businesses to teach self-care tools just because of what I was seeing was happening in the world and everybody was very interested in what I have to offer but it also seemed so new that they didn't know what to do and I'm like okay well I don't know what what you know and so that's when it was like okay you know what let me focus on doing stand-up and also finding what direction and path I'm to go in and so I stopped doing everything I was doing and I would wake up in the morning and just ask God what do you want me to do today and and so one day I was like okay gotta um my mom called me and and asked me to bring her some throat tea and I was like okay well let me see I gotta you know see if that's what I'm supposed to do so when I got off the phone with her I was like huh maybe that is what God wants me to do today so I'm driving to her and I'm feeling really good. I felt super hyper present to like everybody on the road and just like enjoying. I was like, I'm so blessed. I love my life. And I just felt really good. And I, as I pulled into her driveway, I heard something say, if your only job was to feel this good every day, could you do it? And I, I just said, yeah, right away. But then I kind of, what I thought I saw was, just the challenges I've experienced, especially when it came to my mom and her health or my siblings and just different things. And so I was like, well, it may be challenging at times, but I'm going to do my best. Right. And so next thing you know, a month later, there goes the challenges that I saw. And it wasn't easy, but I did my best. And then I had that little mini breakdown because it just became too much. But I I saw that I needed to experience that as well because it showed me all the work that I've done to get to where I'm at, like where I used to be compared to where I am now. And so that's why when I, you know, when I read all this stuff and I I see how balanced I am, how aligned I am and where I get to go from where I'm at right now so you know balancing um, the chakras it requires a lot of patience and a high level of awareness and so I believe that I have a high level of awareness I believe that I am um, you know I do my best to make decisions from a conscious state um, asking myself if you know what I want to do and and now even and I started this years ago but really just like am I doing this because of love or because of fear and and so now that I've gone deeper in understanding the chakras I'm going to go even deeper because I know there is a a state of of awareness and a state of consciousness that I and wanting to reach that I'm not quite there yet but I'm so close oh my god I'm so close for real um but there are different things that you can do to uh balance your 
your uh, chakras, right? In your third eye chakra. And so there's yoga poses like the headstand or fish pose and shoulder stand, uh, child's pose. Um, I also say moving the body, um, exercising. One thing I really love to do, so I love to sweat. When I sweat, I feel like it gets me just so present into where I'm at and what I'm doing. And things may even come in, you know, even though I'm like hyper present, I feel like answers that I'm seeking also come in, right? Um, So then I, when I go in the steam room, it's like the steam room and the sauna, but especially the steam room, it's like, I'm so hot (laughs) that I can't think about anything that I get in such a, a space of just silence And that's when answers that I'm seeking comes to me, especially when I was working on my um, latest project, my latest film. If I had a question, I would go in the steam room and it would come to me. So I definitely am looking to get more time in the steam room somewhere. Uh, So meditating um, is one of the biggest ways to enhance and align your um, third eye chakra. I meditate every day. Sometimes when I think you're experiencing challenges, um, your mind can be overactive. And and so getting it to be silent can uh, take a little more effort. And for me, what I've been realizing, so there's these principles that I've been meditating on for the past six years. um, And there are mantras that I say, but within the past like week or two, um, I start, I, I, I'm now just saying words, like after I say the principle and meditate on it, I'll just say like peace because that's what I'm really wanting, right? If I'm not having or feeling that, I'm just, I just start saying peace over and over, peace, and then I just begin to feel it. And even love, now I'm like love, you know, um, there was a book that I read that I think it was in the power of the subconscious mind that says just to repeat wealth success over and over wealth success. And, and I think it's, um, you also want to be mindful to not just get into a repetitive state. So you can be repeating things, but if you're still feeling a certain kind of way and you're just like, okay, wealth success, wealth success, and you're, you're not really feeling it because you're feeling the heaviness that you're going through, then I don't think it's working. And so when I'm saying like peace, I'm allowing myself to feel it. And, and just that's what I'm wanting when I'm in that meditative state is peace because that's what I want to bring with me when I get out of the meditation and, and you can also, you know, as the mantra for the third eye is OM, you can chant OM. And, uh, you know, it's so interesting. And, and maybe this is why I've had psychic abilities since I was a little girl, because there are different things that I've done, like yoga poses, like headstand. I would, I love to get in a headstand since I was little and I've loved to chant OM. And I don't know where I got it from. I think it was just a natural thing. And just to feel that vibration in my chest and in my throat. Um, so I'm going to chant OM once right now. So if you want to do it with me, let's go on ahead and do that. But um, breathe deep all the way into your belly. 
so calming and just powerful so I say you know if you chant om before you go into a meditation and chant it you know once like that or three times like that or you can just get into a state where you're chanting it silently to yourself over and over in your thoughts another thing um as I said earlier, the third eye is connected to, you know, your sinuses and your ears and things like that. Essential oils are excellent. I actually have my diffuser going right now, so I don't know if you hear any kind of buzzing. If you do, that is my diffuser and it smells so good. I actually put a blend in with jasmine and lavender and then this these other oils that I have. Um, and it just is so therapeutic and calming but jasmine is a really good uh, essential oil for the third eye lemon and sandalwood also with your diet uh, raw cacao so I've been having a craving for cacao recently and so when I was looking this stuff up I was, and I saw cacao or dark chocolate I was like oh yeah I have some cacao. Let me go make some. So I've, I've been drinking it now for the past couple of days, and I'm, I just love it. It also reminds me of my grandmother because she used to grow the uh, cocoa bean, um, and also things like eating purple things that are purple, like purple sweet potatoes, blackberries, grapes, chia seeds, uh, goji berries, garlic. Okay, raw garlic, if you don't know about raw garlic, oh my goodness, that is like, that is is so, it's medicine, it has so much benefits. I eat raw garlic, I've been doing it for the past uh, eight years, and if I'm traveling, I will take a, a whole thing of garlic, that will be my medicine, just in case anything pops up. I got me some garlic. Um, but lemon, watermelon, honey, coconut oil, hemp seeds, cilantro, ginseng, vitamin D3. These are all things to supplement in your diet for your third eye. Uh, and crystals. Crystals like amethyst, spirit quartz. I have this very beautiful spirit quartz that I got in Mount Shasta a few years ago that I'm holding right now. Purple sapphire, rhodonite clear quartz clear quartz is one of the main crystals that i use it's a very powerful crystal it's one of that i sleep with and hold on to um i just it's it's comforting for me um and then there's solidite and if you're not into crystals or you don't really understand why people talk about crystals or use crystals i highly recommend looking them up looking up uh you know the spiritual meaning or the healing properties in crystals like googling it that's what helped me understand them better I always had a passion for crystals when I was a little girl but as I got older you know um, especially like you know growing up Christian and what people consider 
you know, which stuff, you know, like that starts to get into your head, right? And there are a lot of people that still think like this today. Um, but when I start to gain this understanding, I asked somebody because I was resistant to them, even though I loved gems as a little girl, I was resistant to them because I was judgmental over especially the people that were using them and so when I asked this girl about them she just told me it's about your own relationship with them and your own relationship with God God created crystals right and if it's not like they're saying anything negative or bad to harm me it's they're saying they have healing properties in them and it is also what you give to it right like if you do you need it I don't I don't think so but for me I know what just my belief in choosing to believe that the they have healing properties in them and um, allowing them to assist me has 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 assisted me on my journey in healing you know it's like I had to really break down all my skepticism and all my resistance um, so that I could allow myself to to transform and and embrace the things that I wanted and and be my full authentic self. So I'm definitely still, you know, um, discovering all of these different parts of me, even on this podcast, speaking out on these things. I realized like, yeah, this is the life that I live, but speaking on it has, is, isn't the most comfortable because it's a, I think that I've had a lot of fear around judgment and what others thoughts would be if I share the, this part of myself. Right. But I see a lot of people that are, that share and, and those people that have shared have also helped me. They supported me in my transformational journey. And so as I'm here wanting to help others transform, I'm just letting it all out. This is what's gotten me here. Um, and, and another thing is affirmations. Affirmations are very helpful um, in the healing journey. And so a few uh, affirmations that you can say to yourself um, is, I trust my intuition. I am in I am tuned into the divine to follow the path towards my purpose. I trust the guidance I get through all of my gifts. I am connected to my purpose and to my true path. I have a healthy mind. I hear my inner voice. Um, I, uh, when I was doing my certification, um, getting my life coaching um, certification we had to come up with a purpose statement and when I meditated this statement came to me one day and um, just a few days ago when I, I was sleeping or I, I maybe I took a nap because I needed to silence my thoughts and as I was about to wake my purpose statement came to me and it's so powerful and so I say this to myself because recently what's come back to me is love especially with what I was experiencing recently with um, my recent experience with my my mom she she actually had a heart attack and she's still with us she is here but it was it was I'm in shock I'm still in shock and I see 
the that tug of love and fear and so I I've gone back to listening to A Course in Miracles and I never I don't really take a long break from listening to it I actually there's a student manual so I'm doing the student manual and practicing the lessons every single day um but my purpose statement that came to me that came back to me is I am the Holy Spirit who uses love to free myself and others to create a more peaceful harmonious world and I truly believe in this this is my purpose this is what I'm here to do every moment is about being free for me and using love to free myself discovering what that means at every moment and as I've gone back to listening over to again the A Course in Miracles which I've been studying for the past six years just hearing it and uh, understanding that it's really these two emotions that we have is love and fear and what what that means to you know overcome fear with love right understanding that that's how I've been able to support my mother to get her to where she's at. That's what miraculous healing is about. It's about unconditional love. That's what got me to even now discuss, like going deeper on discovering the, um, the healing, the chakras, balancing the chakras, because a year ago I was planning my first speaking event and with a friend of mine who passed away while we were planning the event her birthday is actually coming up. It's on Monday, July 31st. Her name was Karen Bronze. She was an excellent painter and artist and just a beautiful person and human being. And our event was going to be about aligning with unconditional love. And we were doing this high vibrational painting. But while we were, while she was painting me, I, and it was about the chakras, right? I, I, felt like we weren't in alignment that something was off and so I've been on this journey this past year to of going deeper because it's like I I have this knowing uh, about unconditional love and what it is and the power of it but it's so beyond powerful it's so beyond anything that we can say in words right I get that and so uh, being on this journey, really tapping into myself, my authentic self, my purpose, why I'm here, why I'm doing what I'm doing, it, you know, and, and always going back to love. I, I met Marianne Williamson in the beginning of the year at the Consciousness Conference, and she has a book called A Return to Love. She is also a student of A Course in Miracles and a, a teacher of it. And, you know, you, we hear things, we hear words, we hear titles like a return to love. But what does it mean? Right? And I, I just want to encourage you to really tap into what that means. What, what does love mean? And, and love versus fear. And how, how are you operating in life from a space of love or from a space of fear? And, and just seeing what that is doing in your life, right? Um, I, and 
I'm going to continue to talk on this and how in my own ways of overcoming. But I see too, you know, one of my biggest messages is um, being a caregiver to my mother. Um, is I'm able to do it because of tapping into the vibration of love, and it's so powerful. It's beyond, it's beyond what words can say. But I wanted to also tell you this, one of these other books that I um, got on the chakras, it's the Chakras Energy Centers of Transformation by Harish Johari. Um, and it said on the sixth chakra, it said, those who have established themselves in the place between the eyebrows Go beyond all the kinds of desires that motivate life. And because they have brought the breath and the mind under control, they maintain a continual state of samadhi. And samadhi is realized non-duality, right? When I was speaking of, of the duality I experience, that I'm experiencing, I'm, I'm trying to reach that continual state of samadhi because when you reach that, that is when whatever you desire comes true. And that's where I'm headed. That's why I'm doing this. And to fulfill my purpose, to free myself by using love and, and standing in my power and Oh, you know, there's so many things I want to do in this world. Like, really, like, for real. Like, I, I know I'm so, so big, right? I, I'm a, I might be a tiny woman, but, oh, what I could do. Like, I'm, I'm feeling so creative. I have so many awesome ideas that I am ready to put the action toward and trust that, the universe, God, uh, you know, my guidance system, all of it is going to allow me to allow for it to all manifest. So I'm here. I'm on this journey. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. And and please just uh, stay connected. And if you have any questions, I, I'm out there on all these social media platforms. I have a website, miraculoushealer.com. Um, you can feel free to contact me there. If you have any questions, if you're on your own journey, I, I encourage you to look into these energy centers. Um, if you're on the spiritual path, don't be afraid. Don't let fear stop you. Let love motivate you. Ah. <sighs> Wow. So I don't know how this came out. I'm going to re-listen to it. But I, I hope that you were able to receive the message in this and, and hear truth and hear love. And so with that, I just want to wish you peace and blessings. Much love.